From the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. Bunch of Republican states are supporting the move. Greg Abbott to defy the temporary request from the Supreme Court to take down the razor wire death traps. Because Biden says that the border agents need to do their job. They're saying, yeah, the some what's that thing in the Constitution? The supremacy clause. Oh, the that's supremacy what it clause. is. Yeah, and, what's, and defying the Supreme Court. That seems especially when it's temporary. That's the weirdest thing because yeah. I read that Supreme Court decision and it was just like, hey, Greg, you think maybe you could just let us give us like 30 to 90 days to figure this out, like the legalese of it. And then we'll let you put up your death traps uh, if we figure it out <laughs> in about 30, 90 days. So uh, the Senate is also uh, doing uh, border negotiations, despite the fact that former President Donald Trump has been asking and requesting GOP leadership to not play ball. Thankfully, Mike Johnson has decided to step in and not play ball because we all know that he values uh, human life and we all know that he doesn't want to see anybody needlessly suffer and die. Right. So, of he's course, God, yeah. of course, he's going to completely uh, not comply and try to stonewall the process to make Joe Biden look bad. But before we get to all that, I do want to talk about the fact that the Washington state GOP did a very pick me kind of action. They're being very pick me girl right now, which is quite frankly, embarrassing and cringe inducing. And they probably should have called me before they decided to do this, because as the official kind of voice of the GOP, if I can say that as someone who votes GOP, mm-hmm. I would have told them that social media is uh, it's a, it's it can be a fickle mistress. And when you engage in this kind of behavior, although it make me might make you feel good as a pick me girl, it actually makes you look really bad. And it's quite frankly embarrassing because it shows you the lack of understanding that you have on a given set of circumstances. So the Washington State GOP official Twitter page says, thank you, Texas. In just days, Governor Greg Abbott has done more to protect Washington kids and families from the surge of fentanyl and gang-related crimes than Jay Ansley has done in 11 years. The crisis at our southern border isn't about legal immigration. It's about highly organized and highly technical criminal operations having unfettered access to our cities via an uncontrolled southern border. And then they do a little map of Washington, the flag on Washington State. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's us. There's a little squiggly line that goes down. It's kind of a, like a, a mapped out route. Looks like somebody made it in MS Paint. Doesn't look very complicated or technical, but then it goes all the way down to Texas. Mm. Now, uh, if I was to speak to somebody about this, what I would say is that uh, actually this is about legal immigration. Because if you actually knew anything about the way the cartels operate, they have tunnels that go underneath the soil, which is how they bring fentanyl into the United States. They're not stupid enough to strap it to someone's backpack and have them just walk across the border. Or wait across the river. Or wait across a river. Now, if they do do that, it's as a distraction. And this has been proven time and time and time and time and time again. There are many documentaries on this. And you can see all the tunnel systems that they have, mostly around El Paso, some of which are in Arizona, some of which are in California. More often than not, they take boats. They go around to the coast of California, sometimes as far up as Big Sur, and they offload all their drugs up there. Maybe you should read something about the quote-unquote highly technical criminal operations before you embarrass yourself like this. But again, they didn't call me in advance or I guess do like a cursory Google search to really understand this process. But like, 
I, I guess that's kind of tough when you don't really have a lot of money or a lot of members. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Well, you know, I don't like these people, Spike. I understand. This is so pick well, me because and you- so juvenile that why can't they just say like, okay, so this is the way that drugs are brought into the United States. This is absurd that they would do this. And the reason I'm getting all fired up about it is because when you make a narrative that is this off and is this wrong, you contribute to a lie, right? People deserve to know that the cartels have tunnel networks that go into El Paso, not that some lady with a backpack is bringing cocaine or whatever it is across is that the really border. Is really a baby she's got, or is it a baby-shaped block of cocaine? That's what I'm saying. You, you know, know what I'm, I'm talking yeah, about. I do. But, you, you know, contribute. You said the key word here, contribute. This, this tweet or this X from the Washington State GOP isn't designed to inform their voting base. No, it's cringe-inducing is what it's, it is. It's designed to motivate their voting base and their donating base more appropriately, more, more correctly. Who, like John Curley? He's going well, to give him more money. I, I don't want to point any fingers or names, but there's, there are Washington Republicans John who see this. John already gives the most money to those know, people. But, but, but there are a lot of Washington Republicans who see this and buy this narrative. Right? They buy yeah. this. They're well, being just sold sad. this. It's just, you know, Americans deserve much to be much more educated, both conservatives and Democrats, on the issue. And when you distill down it, nothing irritates me more than taking a very complicated issue and distilling it down to the point where it's stupid. It irritates me so much because there is a very complicated cartel network that operates within the United States. You can read about it. You can watch great documentaries by CNN or anybody else. The information is there if you want it. It's there if you want it. And when you do this like bizarre narrative making to make it Seussian, when you make it this kind of joke of the actual problem, I just it makes me so cringe. I get mad. Well, you, you see the insult. It's you, insulting. You, it is. But it's quite frankly, it's it. insulting. But, you know, you could tell a baby how beneficiary peas could be to their well-being. <laughs> but what you want to do is go... <laughs> right? You want to spoon feed these uh, these newbies to intelligence. Right. Right? I'm not calling anybody stupid. I will. So um, 25 states with Republican... Speaking of. Speaking of. 25 states with Republican governors sign a letter supporting Texas in the border control fight. I'm totally fine if they want to support Texas in this. I wish that people understood that that order from the Supreme Court was temporary. And I also wish that people understood that if you actually look at what Greg Abbott has constructed, they're death traps. And so this is this becomes a point where you say, well, I have the right to protect myself from an invasion. The invasion is much more technical than people attempting to cross the border. More often than not, the people who are attempting to cross the border are people who are experiencing severe economic hardship. And so they come to the United States, whether it's to work or to get on welfare. Let's just be honest about this for like two seconds. Some of the people that cross the border, they want better opportunities for their children. Some of them are, who are coming across the border just are literal cartel members who just want to be going through the system legally so that they can have the veneer of having some kind of uh, authenticity in okay. their pursuit of immigration that's, that's, status that's fair to say. when really they want to be a cartel connect. This is the way that we should talk about this in a very careful and a very delicate and a very nuanced way. I, do, I don't like the fact that I keep people seeing this idea of like the neo-Confederacy or the neo-Civil War that's going to erupt. Well, when you've got 25 Republican governors signing on to say, hey, Greg Abbott, let's thumb your nose at 
both the White House and the Supreme Court. Right, which is funny, by the way, because they all take federal funding and they are all benefiting from the infrastructure bill that was constructed by the Biden administration. And they will be at every <laughs> ribbon cutting for every bridge, every dam that's going to be constructed over the next eight years. And they will be happy to be there because they. this is the dirty little secret about all this. They all take federal funding. If you don't like it, you don't have to take that money. But you do like it. And this is just a great example for you to basically do the Kansas City shuffle where you take federal money while also saying Joe Biden is treasonous and a traitor. But boy, howdy, do I want a new dam in my district? Yeah. Welcome to the uh, the I didn't I voted against this memorial bridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, a lot of people are talking about Texas seceding. There's a lot of lies that people say about this. Uh, there have been efforts to be, but we can go all the way back to 1814 if you really want to get into that secession. Te- Texas secession? Well, not just Texas, but in general. Okay. So in 1814, there were a couple of northern states that were, we want to secede because we don't like this trade deal. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere. 1869, there was also a conversation about secession and whether or not it could be done. It was ruled, no, you can't. Why? Because we just went through four years of civil war and so that's not a thing most recently Antonin Scalia was asked about it and he said uh, union means uh, indivisible means forever right so this isn't something that he would even entertain we're talking about one of the most conservative justices of all time there's another lie that's going around that says well when Texas agreed to join the union one of the things that they did is they made sure that it was ratified that they could leave at any point in time that's not true That's why every year for the last 15 years, they've tried to pass a law to include that language. So much so that back in May, they had text, text it. If you want to see this on the Texas legislation, it's not there. Texas has the problems with immigration that it does is because they didn't follow the lead of Arizona, who had Senate Bill 2 and Senate Bill 8 and Senate Bill 10, which basically made it that if you were in Arizona and you were caught without any form of uh, um, a documentation, documentation yeah. you would be deported immediately. You would be arrested okay. and deported immediately. Arizona has a much less, or a, a less, I guess, uh, chaotic border situation than Texas does because they have these laws in place. Texas does not have any of these laws in place. Why? I don't know. Maybe they like the immigration problem because they get a lot of federal funding. So you have to ask yourself, hmm. if it's such an issue... Why don't they have the same laws as Texas or Arkansas or Missouri or Florida? Excuse me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why but, doesn't but Texas California's have... California's a sanctuary state, right? California's a sanctuary Arizona's state. Arizona's ship you back state. Yeah, Arizona's... Texas is not... So is New Mexico. Right. Texas has neither of those Doesn't states. have any of those laws on the books. Why is that the case? This is pretty weird. So a lot of people are talking about civil war in the sense of like, oh, yeah, this could be a thing and Texas can secede. No, they can't. One. And then number two, if they did, I don't think a lot of people have really thought about that, what that would look like. Basically, it would look like this. They would secede from the union. Right. right. Hey, heard, yeah. we're the independent nation of Texas. As we once were, we are again, Texas. Right. Yeah. They One would, star for a reason. It's not a rating. They would then have to seize or or buy all of the capital assets that don't belong to them. All the, wait, 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 what do you mean? All the private assets that don't belong to them. All the buildings all the institutions, all like if I'm a company if, that does business in Texas, correct. If, if Texas, if I'm going to leave Texas, they either have to buy or seize those capital assets. If I'm oh, okay. Chevron and I no longer want to be in Texas because you're no longer part of the union, I what are you going to do with my oil derricks? 
What are you going to do with all my pumps? What are you going to do with all my hard capital, all my equipment, all my buildings? Oh, Jack, this is less fun. What? <laughs> this <laughs> is less rea- raw, raw, You and your reality. Right. Okay. Wow, that- On top of all of that, then Texas would have to come up with its own currency, and it would have to be backed by the petrol dollar. So in order to fulfill that, they would then have to sell their oil back to the United States because hmm. it's very expensive to ship it somewhere else particularly countries in South America that already have a surplus of gasoline. Wow. On top of all of that, you would actually have to seize the ports that are owned largely by private corporations. Or you could buy them, which would bankrupt Texas in about six months. You would lose one out of every four citizens, one out of every three doctors. Almost every institution would leave. Isn't this so fun now? Isn't this so great now? You know what I bet they haven't thought of? What happens when you're your own independent nation of Texas, mm-hmm. right? And Mexico says, hey, you know what? We've always, Texas was ours first. <laughs> <laughs> and we want Texas back. And we're the right. Mexican army. Well, I'll give you, I'll give well, you guys. Who does a- Texas turn to then? Gravy Seals? I'll give you another example. The the uh, the most of the Democrats would likely leave Texas. Now yeah, you might well, be saying, "Well, that's great." Again, that's about one out of every three physicians. That's about one out of every four. There go citizens. your universities. You, there go your universities, and yeah. the amount of money we're talking now. Texas is the tenth largest economy in the world. Practically speaking, they would probably drop to somewhere around sixty to seventy in a matter of a few, about twenty four months. Because who are they going to trade with? Who are they going to sell goods to? How are they going to get things in? What companies are going to want to do business with them? Does this all this make sense? No, it like, makes perfect sense. I don't know if they've thought it through. No, and also the VFW Hall you're in Texas. talking about a humanitarian crisis on a scale that you cannot imagine. Because Greg Abbott, all of a sudden, they have to start processing passports for people to get into the United States. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people attempting to flee, generally all at the same time. At how many points of exit? A dozen. <sighs> I mean, this is a... In every direction. Right. Every, the people now, would be fleeing from Mexico. Let us just say that Greg Abbott says, well, I'm, I want the National Guard to defend Texas. National Guard reports to the President of the United States. The, the Army of Texas, the standing Army of Texas, I Googled it this morning, the Army that actually reports to Greg Abbott. Oh, yeah? 1,600 men. LAPD has more cops than the standing army of texas moreover the people who talk about civil war it's all rah 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 and funsies right mm-hmm. about what they don't think about is the death and the destruction and the violence likely women children american citizens being Shooting killed your fellow citizen hopefully spike and... o'neill remember to put his phone on silent it was on silent. These, are, these are friends of mine in texas and jack's wrong i just <laughs> love it so much i thought it was turned off the I reason i say all this is because there are too many people right now on twitter or wherever it is who are just infatuated with the idea of civil war and when you think about it pragmatically all of a sudden you realize that in order for greg abbott to do that and not go totally broke he has to seize passports. He has to seize assets. He has to seize capital that doesn't belong to him. He also has to seize uh, uh, goods that you and I could not possibly begin to comprehend that belong to private companies. The only other people in history who have done that, I'll give you a fun list. Castro, Pinochet, Mussolini, Hitler, Stalin, Lenin. That's a list so you want to be if on, If you want to be in that, or he can <laughs> wow. buy it, or he can pay for it. But with a currency that's never been tested on the global market, it's going to be about as good as Monopoly money. Isn't Civil War so fun? So then basically you'll get a nation state that will crumble somewhere around the timeline of 24 to 36 months, if they're lucky. 
and then and then they'll be what please can, can we get can back, we back in, can we get some please. of that sweet federal funding yeah we voted we, him out we voted him out we we would just really like that sweet federal funding back that would be really 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 great so when other states call for what like say uh, hey governor DeSantis, who signed this list of 25 republican governors to support us send us some national guard you know, I heard Chip Roy of the House of Representatives saying, sure, hey, put, sure, your, sure, sure. put your money where your mouth is, Governor DeSantis, and so every other Republican Biden governor. Biden possesses the ability to call in the National Guard for himself mm-hmm. as a president. Now, right. there are political commentators who will lie to you and say that's not the case, but that's because they don't read. So what Biden can do is he would then say, I am now assuming command of uh, the National Guard. Right. That is a, a, a down-the-chain issue. So the only question then is, where down the chain do we find people who say, I'll commit treason, who then get sentenced to death, right? Is it going to be the commanders with their sweet pensions? Probably not. Is it going to be the first lieutenants out there, career men and women? Probably not. It's probably going to be a bunch of foot soldiers. So at best, you're looking at maybe a six-week conflict where a bunch of American citizens die because Greg Abbott wants to have death traps at the border. Doesn't this sound so fun? I'm having fun. This is political theory at its very best. Rah, rah, rah. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Independent Texas me, forever. I'm going to seize your private assets and capital because I'm a fascist. But people are doing this thing where they're playing make-believe about civil war because it feels so cool, man. Well, we're going to break apart the state's national divorce so that Greg Abbott can have death traps in front of a river. <laughs> it's like absurd. It's absurd, and anybody who says otherwise is selling people a feel-good narrative. It's nothing different than what uh, uh, the ladies over at The View do or what Maddow does or any of these other people where they lie to people about politics in the United States. It's not really a feel-good narrative, though. It's kind of a feel- I'm having fun. I get to use my political theory degree. You're having a ball. I'm having the time of my life talking to people about how the death and destruction of literally hundreds of thousands of American citizens will unfold over about the course of about 30 six months math is fun right <laughs> isn't anybody this else, way you do it isn't this isn't this so much more fun than when greg abbott just says yeah we can secede anytime we want to eh. I don't know, i'll ask you where this ends up but we don't have a lot of time well it ends up i mean it ends up with greg abbott getting tried for treason and then likely being uh, in prison for the rest of his life or killed so you don't think they you don't think that the state of Texas, Greg, if someone's going to stand down and let the federal law enforcement community do its job, let the Border Patrol do its job. He, eventually he will, because he knows that he can't secede. And he also knows that he needs that sweet, sweet federal funding. He that's knows it. money comes to. OK, when the when he needs the money, which he is needs the first that, thing that's going to happen. He needs that fiat currency. Right. Okay. Who's going to want to trade or do banking with the independent Republic of Texas? Who's going to want to do it? They're going to go to the WEF. They're going to go to the IMF. And they're going to be, please, please loan us money so we can go further into debt. We'll take a really quick break. When we get back, I do want to play this Newsome clip. But I also think that we should talk about kissing booths, which is a creative way Newsom's in a kissing booth? I wish he was. He's so dreamy. dreamy. Kissing booths, creative wayfinding, lures tourists back to Seattle. Kissing booths is not going to be the thing that brings people back to Seattle. It's civil war when we get back right after this. Cringe. If it's literally in my backyard, it's a bad thing. Or based. You don't want the truth if it was tied to a rock and thrown at your head. I'd wear that on a T-shirt. Cringer-based. Uh, our good friend Colleen O'Brien from Seattle's Morning News wrote a piece on kissing booths, uh, creative wayfinding lures tourists back to Seattle. So, 
Uh, basically, the idea is that uh, the senior vice president of community engagement and public affairs, Michael Woody, was talking about, well, what, what are we going to do and get people to come back to visit Seattle after the pandemic? And so they're thinking about these kissing in the rain booths. Oh, everything about this. That's adorable. A little bit of a, a little bit of the old smooch with you and your your, your loved one. Yeah. Under a, 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 a rain hat and an umbrella. Maybe yeah, you, you, you walking down the street, you see a little booth there and, yeah. you, and you say, hey, well, hey, sweetie, I almost just said my ex-wife's name and now Aww. I just feel sad. No, I'm sorry. Hey, my ex-wife. Hey, truly unpleasant Mrs. On- O'Neill. Well, I'd prefer yeah. to be, I'd prefer to be my ex-wife instead of okay. your wife. Well, I feel I like that's we a little bit take, better. You know, know. It's just me. Okay, I'll kiss you with my. Okay, <laughs> it's me and okay. me and my ex-wife. <laughs> and I say, hey, listen, you want to go in this kissing booth and kiss? Mm-hmm. And then we go in there, and then she's like, "This is small, and it smells bad, and there's graffiti all over the place." Is What's that all that sh- gum on the wall is for? That, is that a sharps container? <laughs> Why is there a sharps container in the kissing booth? And I go, shh. Just put oh. your lips right right here. And she's like, I think someone went to the bathroom in here. And I'm like, and it's all over my shoes. But that doesn't mean that we can't kiss. Yes, that's right. That's right. We're going to have a nice little smooch right here. I and think then- you may have accidentally gone to the tunnel of drugs. The other <laughs> idea to bring tourism back to And then the guy, in the, next, the guy in the booth right next to us, hey, I'm trying to sleep in here. Quiet down. <laughs> Right. So, but anyway, the oh. idea is that, uh, or they 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 had these in 2020, the kissing in the rain booths. They placed them in cities around the nation, hot cities where right. people would maybe want to cool off, right? With a little light Misting. mist, oh. right? And then they took pictures of you kissing in the booth. It's and, adorable. And it said, "Visit Seattle." Yeah. And had our skyline behind them. I hate this. I hate everything about <laughs> this. Right? Why? Because Why? I'll be honest with you, uh, tourism. I understand that it makes a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. I can't stand it. When I go somewhere, when I'm visiting somewhere, I intentionally do not tourist. I, I immerse myself wherever it is that I am. Okay, you want? Okay, that's good. I'm not going to be doing any of these, uh, any of these planned. No zip lines. No none of that. I, if I'm going somewhere, you're not swimming with the turtles in Hawaii. No, not... I, no, I went surfing in Hawaii. I okay. just didn't go to where the tourists go to rent boards and then gotcha. go to the little kid beach with the mommy, mommy, the turtles. Right. I mm-hmm. what we did is we got boards from a, a local place. Well, yeah, you immerse yourself. Put them on top yeah, of the jeep yeah. that we rented, and we went out to a, a different. beach beach all together to go surfing over there so it's like it was none of this like touristy garbage that people do when you're lucky you didn't drown yes it's <laughs> <laughs> an un, unlifeguarded riptide prone beach by yourself with no training right well actually funny story so it, it, on maui there is they have a blowhole there it's a, it, you know it's the entire yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it, yeah it's a gigantic gigantic blowhole that the water comes in comes right. up right and so all around it they have this big sign that says do not Take pictures around, climb in, stand over, okay. whatever it is. Because if you fall in the blow, because it's wide enough for Spike O'Neill to fall into. And it's get like stuck eight, like Winnie the Pooh? Or it's, it's, big, no, too big? It's, too, it's much bigger. Okay, good. It's like, eight, it's like three or four you could go into. And it's really like one you could go into. Okay. But, but if you go through it, you're basically, at that point, you're basically in a washing machine. Yeah. Right? Tide and coming in, tide it, coming out. Water no, and no one's coming to get you. Right. For, so uh, I, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm thinking to myself, I want to. I want to get kind of close to the blowhole. I want to look down into the, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm dangerous, right? There's no lifeguards around here. Mommy state isn't going to tell me what I can and can't do. 
So I go right up to the blowhole after the spout has subsided, uh-huh. thinking that I'm going to look down into the blowhole and I'm going to see the churn, right? right but right. what I did not anticipate was waves are <laughs> unpredictable. Uh-huh. So the second that I put my face over the blowhole, I get a full... Here comes, <laughs> here comes the next wave. Right to the face, yeah. right? So there's about 20 people that are all looking at this tourist trap, and they just saw me just take one right to the face. And I'm just standing there. And my comedic skills kick in, and I go, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and everybody starts laughing, and I'm going, ha, 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 as I'm walking as back. As you pull starfish out of your eyes. As I'm walking back to Sarah, and I oh. go, I saw death <laughs> calling to me, because I literally almost fell into the blowhole. Those signs are legit. We should go now. <laughs> I literally was, if I had continued to look forward and down. Uh-huh. You were a couple seconds away from. The death was going, hey, man, there's more room for you down here. We yeah. all float down here, Jack. Come on down, my It'd friend. And Spike show. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And Lord have a lot bigger role but to play. Today. Those twenty people have a fun memory of seeing oh, me, and somebody got it on film. So somebody out there is a fun, funny memory of seeing. Hey, this random guy with all these tattoos kind of looks like Mark Ruffalo. Just got a fistful of the ocean right into his face. <laughs> oh, and they gotta find that video. So I Mike, know. I'm, 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 I'm already thinking it too. Yeah. And then he turned around to us and he said, "I've made a terrible mistake." And we all laughed. It was so funny. And then he just wouldn't stop shaking. And then I think his wife was holding him as they were crying in their rental jeep. True story, by the way. <laughs> I almost died being an idiot, and I have, <laughs> I have always looked back. And yet at you're that against the tourism, safe, organized. Point being is that tourism almost killed me, Spike. No, that's no, the tor- point I'm trying to make. Tor- here. Tourism were the signs that said, "Hey, howly fool, yes. don't lean over the blowhole." Right. But that's that's tourism. Right. But had I not engaged in tourism, I would have never gone to the blow. It was literally <laughs> beckoning to me, Jack, come to us. What's the what is it? What's the song from the South Pacific? Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we grab that? Andrew, can you grab that song from the South Pacific? Literally, the blowhole is just like whatever it was, just calling to me, and I'm I'm just floating over, just like not even paying attention to the signs as I just get closer. To, I'm gonna look in that blowhole. I want to see what the. I want to see what that churn looks like. And everybody else is a solid 10 to 8 feet back. Oh. And I'm just thinking to myself, yep, I'm going to be totally safe. There's a place in Oregon called the Devil's Punch Bowl. I want to take you there. That's basically the same. <laughs> it's <laughs> almost <laughs> basically the same concept, right? So anyway, point being, I don't think that we should have tourist traps that kill people. And this is why I'm not well, I don't either. That's, <laughs> that's why the kissing moves are such a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, this is basically what it was. Just calling <laughs> me. <laughs> right, just calling me. Just please, Jack, come come look into the blowhole. Come look. Look into Come the young, blow young, hole. Young, 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 Come join <laughs> us. says Jack should go swimming in those colorful pools at Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story about that, actually. You didn't. Uh, no. No. <laughs> but I did go while I was on Maui. There are these pools that are down there. Mm. They're called the Jade Pools, where the royalty of the island used to go and swim oh, swim in I, them. Yeah. And there's an a, a, like a volcanic abutment that's about three feet away from the churn that's underneath and there are big signs everywhere that say do not are you sit. noticing a pattern <laughs> do not <Yeah>. sit <laughs> on the edge uh-huh. of the pool because you'll fall over and you can't get back in because it's all volcanic right, rock right, just, right. Like, you're just, just gonna cut, be cut to pieces right so I look at Sarah and I go 
I'm going to stand on this ridge. They don't mean me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they don't mean me. That was so, for other people. So, so I'm there, and I'm just tap dancing on the side of the... <laughs> That's for people without water shoes. <laughs> and so Sarah's laughing, and I'm laughing, and I'm like, ah, pretending to fall in and all this other stuff. But truth be told, I actually did almost fall in. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. I can't believe you're here. Right. So... <laughs> What I'm saying is that tourism is bad because people like me will kill themselves unintentionally. by the Seattle Tourism Board. All right. Thank you so much. And the millions of Seattleites it helps provide for. Thank you so much for that, Andrew. We appreciate it. Hey, we'll take a really quick break. When we get back, no stupid questions. 888-973-5476. It's where you can go. It's the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. And if you are that person that caught that footage, (laughs) send it to the show. It's got to be the, some of the funniest footage yeah. anybody's Have ever caught. we got caught. a reward for you. Right. And if, <laughs> if it includes the punchline at the end of it, I'll give you a little something I made a big, extra. If you caught, I made a huge mistake. I made a huge mistake. Oh. If you caught that moment of comedy gold, I will forever be grateful. We'll take a really quick break. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> There are no stupid questions. Only stupid answers. Man, looking at that money that Trump's got to pay to E. Jean Carroll, that number just keeps getting bigger. We're going to talk about this more, too. I think we need to talk about it now really quick. But sure. $83.3 million in damages. Wow. My my thought was 20. Your thought was 25. Yeah. But we'll talk about more of the details as soon as we have more information. Right now, they're just waiting for uh, people to come out of the courtroom. But that's I'm, what the, I'm sure the former president will make a statement. And it will likely f- be thoughtful, and it will be considerate, <laughs> and it will be contrite. Non-inflammatory. Non-inflammatory. Yeah. <laughs> he will, or, or defaming. It, he will admit and concede to his iniquitous behavior, and we shall all move on with our lives because he is a moral man and a man worthy of our respect and admiration. Question uh, from this person says, do you prefer Swifties to Supers? Yes, yes, I do. This is actually the best suggestion that somebody made about the name for that soup festival in Fremont that we were talking about. Uh-huh. What are we, some bad morning show? God, that sounds so cringe. Hey, y'all, we're talking about the soup festival. Man, isn't that like, I mean, the, the bit was so much funnier than what it actually sounds like, right? In hindsight, I can't believe we did it. Someone said they spit out their coffee while they were listening. Right, to that it segment. was a really funny bit. <laughs> but then when we when you go back over it, I feel like a bad morning show from like the mid two thousands. There's a soup festival in Fremont, John. Coming up next, we'll name that one point seven million dollar public toilet right here on one hundred one point seven, <laughs> the real rock station. Shoo shoo shoo. All right, uh, hey guys, how about soupnami? Soupnami. Soupnami. That is the winner of the day. That is That's the how good, I want to go. That is the <laughs> the best one ever. A Thai soup washing through the streets of Fremont, taking everything in its way. Tom Ka guy. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Yum Ka guy. Someone has a someone has a thought here. It says, Jack, I think you need to have a, a little miniature stoplight with. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be able to laugh without or say this without laughing. With red, green, and yellow sitting on Spike's desk. Mm-hmm. When you're talking, the red light goes on. When you're getting close to being done with your point, the yellow light comes on, letting Spike know that he can start thinking about what he wants to say once the green light goes. Perhaps that will allow you to complete a thought without Spike interrupting you and finishing your sentences with something that you weren't going to say. Uh, That would be a huge issue because I have no self-control and O'Neill balances me out because if, if that was the case... 
Spike would just sit here and nod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Works great in radio. So, so <laughs> Nodding is such the go-to in, in the audio medium. Right. And so uh, what... What, well, what, we, we I, I should say, to cut you off now, let's just finish your sentence. <laughs> I don't really care. I want we, Spike to we, interrupt We me. have this system at home. We've been using it for Mrs. O'Neill for years, and it seems to work. Yeah. No, but I want Spike to cut me off, which is why I always, uh, I always enjoy it. Uh, someone texted him, do you think that Donald Trump can actually afford to pay this? Likely, he's got, uh, on average, somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to $2.5 billion in assets. He's had that consistently for about 20-some-odd years. His fortune grows and shrinks, regardless of how many bankruptcies he, he declares. Does he have liquid assets? That's well, a they, play, question. they played in the de- in this trial, in this defamation trial. The uh, the I guess it was the defense, right? Her def- who's who's on defense here? Trump Trump's on defense. Uh, no, not even right, really. Carol, the cases. I'll break it down for people at two o'clock. Well, but the Ca- case Carol's is really attorney played a tape of Trump's deposition, saying we've got about four hundred million in cash. Oh, good. <laughs> He said, we've got about $400 million in cash lying around, plus a lot of assets. We're yeah. doing very well. We're yeah. about $10 billion. Okay. So, he, yeah, he can afford to pay it. Whether or not he's going to or not, probably not, because this is a revenge lawsuit for him. So he's probably going to mm. delay appeal as much as possible. Which is his right to do. Yeah, Absolutely. which is his yeah. right to do yeah. until he gets a lien against something, and then he'll eventually pay. I like punk rock, bad religion, DRI, descendants, subhumans, pistols. Very cool. I am not so much a Pistols fan as much as uh, if I go back to kind of the earlier punk rockers, I actually really like the guys that were doing like kind of like weird adjacent all like I'm a really big fan of the replacements. I love the replacements. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. in my mind, those guys were doing pop punk before it was pop punky. Do you know what I mean? Before it's, the police and Clash showed up? Yeah. That, a, that's that's right. the extent of my punk But I'm like is. a big Clash guy. Like Me Combat too. Rock is one of my favorite records. Aesthetically for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as far as like the police go, not so much. This is a kind of kind of the, the guitar tone's too ting, tingy. Yeah, you're not a big thin. Andy Summers guitar tone. He's a good yeah. guitar player, but yeah. the, the tone is just so bad that it's like ugh. So I, I love the Police. I, I don't. I, I, I love, love their, the Police I too. too. I love their young punky stuff. I do, but I, but I all, I love their world music as they morphed into their later albums and sure. brought different cultural you know different beats and I, that I love a lot. Yeah. So like but that's it, not punk. But that's if, not punk if, in any way. If I go like deep cut, I when I was a kid, my first kind of entrance into that world of underground was like Operation Ivy. Bands, okay. bands that basically nobody has ever heard right. of. Screeching Weasel, those guys. You know what I mean? Just really deep cut, sticky fingers. Ban- again, bands yep. that nobody has ever heard of besides like punk rock nerds like myself. So, e. Jean uh, Carroll is being helped from the courtroom because look at her. She's literally, she's almost delirious. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> and cash. Right, and cash. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the jury saying that former President Donald Trump must pay 833 million dollars in damages to E. Jean Carroll and also explain why this case was so very interesting that on top of I think we're going to get to that Gavin Newsom clip we should Seattle Washington gets to say goodbye to 4 p.m. sunsets until November this is very good oh and also state lawmakers are trying again to lower the legal blood alcohol limit for DUIs Nancy Pelosi was in Seattle and is that she, why they're trying to lower the alcohol limit yeah because yeah, she's walking around at a solid <laughs> two when she goes places 3.6 Nancy Pelosi we'll take a really quick break we'll be right back